0: Oh, hello, everyone.
1: Why, hello there. I'd like to introduce you to my favorite person in the world, Jared Moxley.
0: Oh, that's Matt Morris, and we are a weird, weird time, time recorded. recorded. Whoa! Whoa! Whoa, oh, Chris, and you went nuts. And beyond our special guest in the house.
1: Special guest just went nuts just with that that popping. Nice. Um. So, so this special guest that we speak of. Is none other than our friend and now family, Chris Adam, Christopher Adams, Christopher. Christopher, say Adams.
2: hello. Thanks, guys. Longtime listener, first time caller.
0: Nice. He actually, listens to our podcast. Uh, and
1: I don't know why he—he's like he's an OG. he mm-hmm. He's been—he's been on this for a while now, and um. Pfft. He's written us emails and he's, he's come through,
0: but not the one about the person who diarrheaed on the rug.
1: No, I thought it was because he's got <laughs> he's got such a way with words that, I I I can't explain it. But um, r- for right now, I just like I kind of like him to tell him tell us a little bit about himself, what's going on, how he knows us, why he loves us, mm, yeah. things like that. You know, Chris, take it away.
2: You have the floor. Yeah. So, uh, my ASL 31 male Valparaiso, um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was so scared that when that shitty email came through, you were going to think it was me cause it was so, so beautifully written. I was like, Oh my God, they're going to fucking, I'm just waiting for them to call me out. But thank Jesus name. you didn't do you
1: wait. You thought it was, uh, you thought that you could have done better with that email.
2: No, I thought it was perfect. And the whole time I'm like, Oh my God, fuck. I'm waiting like any minute now, I'm just waiting to hear my own name and I'm like oh the embarrassment that's gonna come. But you know, thank God it didn't.
0: And you are the captain of the hockey team.
2: Yeah, the elephant in the room right there, captain of team seven eleven. They're only the best hockey team here Which in Valparaiso. Is crushing Indiana. it. Crushing it, second place, playing for the championships tomorrow, seven PM, down at the rank. Everybody better get there. And you're pumped. Oh, I'm so fucking pumped! I'm ready to.
0: You said earlier that you were w- ready to break a bone.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty That's much. That's how into it. I'm right? willing to sacrifice my body because usually, you know, you're going for a puck, and I, I'm not the greatest skater. Let's just put that out there. But you know, uh, I'm definitely ready to just go hard. Like I can't stop. So what? Give it. Sometimes your you all. just gotta hit somebody or hit a board or just take a puck to the face. Uh, this is this is for all the money.
0: When I was in little league, uh, one guy he did something. He did a nice move. I don't remember exactly what happened. He stopped a ball, I think, with his body in some way and the one of the assistant coaches was just like, "That's it. Sacrifice your body, son." And he was like applauding him for like sacrifice, you know. And so to this that's, day that's I, like that's a quote I have in my I feel repertoire. like that's a common like uh athletic term like yeah.
1: sacrifice your body. So if you're laying out to grab to grab a fly ball, like you're mm-hmm. sacrificing your body, um if you are laying down on the ice and somebody's making a slap shot and you you lose seven teeth like like Duncan Keith
0: Have you seen that movie goon? oh yeah you that scene where he's stopping the spoiler alert yeah that he's <laughs> he's stopping the goal just by having his face there oh yeah it, it is it, at first you're like that's cool and then you're like uh it gets hard to watch.
2: Actually, there's a Goon 2 just came out a few yeah. weeks ago, coincidentally yeah, in the middle it. of our season. But no, I'm going to take a, a little more uh, untraditional mindset tomorrow. So, you know, you're going up against somebody, and I'm just going to look them right in the eyes and be like, get that buck. I'm going to suck your dick. Whoa. You know, you just got to get in their mind. Get in their fucking Ooh, mind.
0: Get
1: in
2: their mind. I feel like that's an
1: amazing way to look at it. You. Uh, you talk to them like that, and it also, it also th- like, people doing He-Man things like that, it throws, it, to say something like that, it would throw them off so hard, like, whoa, you just told me what? And, like, they w- wouldn't be able to function, when really, we don't gay bash here, so just, like, be like, hey, I'll suck your fucking dick, and that's gonna, that's really gonna make the, uh, that's gonna make, make it what it is. But I'd like for one second, I'd just like to talk about this team. So um, everybody kind of had their team set. Like uh, everybody knew somebody that played hockey and they're they're like, hey, you want to play hockey? They grabbed their team together. And were we one of the last teams to like get the team together?
2: We were almost the last. There was two or three teams left. Uh, we tried to secure all the funds and lock it down before everybody was going because it was going really, really quickly. Uh, but at the time, uh, I knew new one that had played hockey before.
1: But, uh, so but I think I feel as if we kind of grabbed together, and I say we very loosely. It was it's you. No, it's you, man. We we just we we're, we're saying we loosely here, but. Uh, I feel like we put together a really, like, ragtag group of guys. Like a
0: Sandlot kind of thing. Like a
1: Sandlot. Hey, you play hockey. We can maybe get this goalie together. Hey, I know this guy that likes to play hockey. He's pretty good. And through this ragtag bunch, we've excelled.
2: No, I say it all the time, and and I get shit for it, but literally the storyline of this hockey team is pretty much a story of the Mighty Ducks. Whether you want to watch D1, D2, or D3. I mean, tomorrow we're going up against the Cougars. We're going up against Team Iceland. That first game, we lost. We got blown the fuck out. Nobody knew each other. A bunch of ragtag guys. A late season acquisition. And next thing you know, we're undefeated past game one. And now we're going to the ship. We're going to the ship. Hell
0: yeah. How has it been out there like... like when you're playing, is there like a lot of shit talking from one team to the other? Is Surprisingly, like, no. I, I feel like it would be a little more civil than you would. We you played, would think it we would get played,
1: 30? we played a team where there was a push and a shove, and they were a team that they thought that they were better than us. And then when we turned on our jets and uh, got up like four goals, I think. We got up four goals, and then they were just like, "Holy shit!" We think we're a better team than these guys, and then they started playing so physical that it went to their heads that they were like, that they were getting
2: so physical. Do you remember that game? Yeah, I'm not gonna name names or talk about how ugly anyone's wife is, but uh, Elgham Custom Customwear, you guys really dropped the ball there. <laughs> not only on our jerseys for the league this year, but in the in the way that the game was played. You know, but you know what? That was probably one of the better games that we played, and I like the physicality, and we got a lot of rules in the league where you, you can't fucking check, you can't do this, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah, it
0: seems like they would try to keep it very, like, we don't want anyone to fight here. Yeah,
2: then, you know what? No one really enforced it up until that game, and, and that game stuff went kind of crazy, and there was a little bit of pushing and shoving, and a little bit of heated rivalry, and then after that game, when someone should have been ejected, you know, after that game, they started pre-shifting before the games. Oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that, but... You know, it was still a fun time, and it's yeah. hockey, you know? Yeah, Just, absolutely. Who cares You're still gonna how, have
0: some yeah. of that a little bit of heat there. That's oh, yeah. what makes it fun, I feel like.
1: Also, I would like to say I'd like to state that um <laughs> so being the unofficial like coaches of this of this league, a weird time recorded is I'm taking it seriously. I don't know why I'm fucking taking it seriously. I, um, it's it's more of a joke and just show up and and uh, be supportive and yell, and yell watch slurpy. watch great yell slurpy, mm-hmm. uh, watch competitive hockey, but also on top of saying that I don't think that a weird time recorded is a part of this game. I also th- the w- here's Chris and uh, tell me if I'm wrong but I feel like a weird time recorded is part of this game in the fact that our turnout is amazing. We we are the only team that has fans watching, drinking beer, getting rowdy as shit and um, for for every person that they have watching the, like the other team we have 3 and tell tell me if does that play a, f- a factor in your playing the team's ability is that is that even a factor
2: oh for sure it's a big it's a big boost out there knowing that you got somebody out there kicking the boards or just screaming that's
0: <coughs> my favorite is the kicking like the it, it, doom, it, doom, it doom. gets so fucking loud like that, because it's it just echoes and that echoes it's fun and to yell at the top of your lungs is also. No, there's
2: close. nothing better than just being, you know, being in the uh, the the same bench because we share a bench between uh both teams and like the other teams just like looking at you like who the fuck are those guys <laughs> yeah. and then you just hear like fuck him in the pussy, you know, <laughs> I, and just shit's going crazy and it's just a big it's a big boost no matter what. We
0: were trying to do uh like we were calling out plays but we were d- doing things items you would get from a Seven Eleven. So we'd be like, Slurpees. We'd be like, a of burrito that you'll regret. And so we're like yelling that out loud as the players are doing things. Because we're, I I was kind of doing it in support of the team, but also to try to kind of fuck the other team's mind up a little bit. Like, why is he yelling that? Like, what does that
2: mean? They probably just yeah, ignore it. you got to get in their heads, and that's the best part about it.
1: I'd imagine that the people on the ice don't exactly hear that. Like when when Jared's calling plays, have you heard it? Like when you're on the ice, have you heard those plays?
2: No, no, hundred percent. I hear. Them. I hear them every time, and it takes like every every bit of me to not just fucking crack up, <laughs> piss my pants, laughing. Like you hear him just like flying V or seven of our tornadoes, tornadoes. Oh, tornadoes was another. And I, you know, one I'll yeah. look over at Jeff and I'll be like, "You want a tornado? Like, let's get this goal."
0: <laughs> that just all that means is get a goal. That's so, what
1: so. So I I don't know unless if you guys want to keep going with this what I'm gonna end this with is tomorrow night 7 p.m. we are in a championship game. It's time against some cupcake motherfuckers that
2: and, and they don't sell cupcakes at 7-Eleven. Let the record show. Oh yeah, and no, there's a are reason for that. Baby. Oh ding-dongs. hell yeah!
1: So I'd like so I'd like to say if you uh. We're probably going to put this out tonight early or or early Tuesday. Yeah. If you hear this before 7 p.m. on Tuesday, we'll see you at the game. And if you hear this and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to that. Well, then, fuck you.
0: Also, go to 7-Eleven and grab a bunch of random shit. Take it with you. Oh, yeah. For snacks and stuff.
2: Yeah, tell them you're with. I talked to Raj and... uh Perea, the owners, and they're like, man, come in here, 7-Eleven, free energy drinks, free Slurpees, hot chocolate after the games. They're down. Oh, they're damn. down. So also they're supporting. Tornados. They also want to fuck up that cupcake team. But
0: So oh, aside. Oh, oh, I have one last thing to say. Oh, hit it. Hit it. it. When I was for, went to the first game, afterwards, I, Matt, you went into the room where they all change, which is weird. You always keep doing that. You just keep going into the room where the guys change. That's
1: my that's my favorite part of the game. But let it be known also, we have a girl on the team.
0: Well, in today's political climate, I don't think that you should be in there while she's changing.
1: I oftentimes make a joke what says that I say like, Hey, my favorite part of the game, like going into the locker room with these guys. And um it's all for fun. And it's funny that you bring this up, Jared, because it was actually a, a very big thing last week. My girlfriend came for the first time Ooh. and I made the joke, I was like, hey, game's over, we won. Like, I'm going to the locker room watching these guys change. And I was walking off and my two friends, Sam and Fletcher, Yep, I ma- discussed this with them. Made it made a joke, made a joke about it might not have even been a joke who knows but they they said something along the lines of like oh there goes mad in the locker room he loves watching those guys change and my girlfriend ran me down and told me not to go into into the locker room and that i was being a creep
0: <laughs> <laughs> well we i we had had a similar discussion because we're like it seems like Matt is doing it like where it's a joke, but the reason it's funny to him is because every he thinks everyone thinks it's a joke, but it's really not. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean I've been there. You know, it might get a little awkward at first, but it's never really been an issue. He's not in there jerking off or anything. Right. He at least waits till we leave the locker room to jerk off. Right. Yeah, because it's the
0: smell. It's the smell that's, that really gets and me. off. that's what I was gonna. That, it's the smell that gets me, me off, Jared. P- that's what. That's where my original point. Uh, where, that's where I was going. I I just kind of veered off on this thing of you in the locker room because I remembered it. But but let
1: me hit let me hit something first okay. before before you do this. I because I know where you're going and I feel like I'm gonna preliminary it. Cool.
0: Foreshadow.
1: Um, yeah, I'm gonna foreshadow it. Um, All. <laughs> I just want to say that there's a girl in the locker room along with the guys, so you know that shit's not getting that crazy in there. Like, it's not like it's not like I'm seeing naked bodies. I just, I pray that I have, I get like a, uh, you know, like a, a, dick slip.
0: Yeah, a wardrobe malfunction. A wardrobe malfunction was, with a dick. Looking, li- mostly for, with a dick, though. I was looking for Matt that one day because i'm like where is this dude and also i wanted to kind of be part of it too so i was like I-, I mean i guess i'll go watch some guys change too but you didn't invite me it was just kind of a thing with you but i out- was standing outside the smell that wafted out <laughs> was so <laughs> extreme and like potent that i started dry heaving and there were like children there and shit like looking at me like what's wrong because i had had a lot of beers and it was a very powerful smell.
2: Yeah, I, n- I noticed that. And those are my children. And I also am like, <laughs> where, where the fuck did Jared go? And I watched you, like, was in disgust, like, punch the door open. I've never seen a door open so fast in my life. And well, I just... didn't
0: want to be rude. I didn't want to be like, oh, you guys are changing.
2: <sighs> it's okay. <coughs> yeah, I, I dry heave before every game and, and just violently throw up. But so I know dude, where you're coming from, but, like, the smell, you harsh. know, it's, you know, I played high school sports. It's. No smell different than any other one. I thought one, it but was hilarious. Yeah, I, I I remember that. Now that and you it's mentioned, a it. a like, bunch of sweaty dudes. I Me, mean, it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. Can we also bring up the uh, the? F- I'd like Chris to talk on this actually, um, because he's he's gonna be the most honest with it. I do believe, and uh, the amount of beer that we bring to the game and finish, Chris.
2: Yeah, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. It's gotten pretty extreme these past couple games. I think last game there was three cases of beer.
0: And it's never enough.
2: (laughs) No, (laughs) and they ran out before the the puck even dropped. I mean, it all started, you know, going to a rolling stone baker, and they're like, oh, carry out here and, you know, there, and next thing you know, we got team members, you know, bringing some beers in, and, you know, I always have a little beer in my water bottle, and next thing you know we got a crowd we got a group and i mean the group's gotten bigger and bigger so it's it's hard to to sustain a group that big and my god the 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 amount of ipas that this this these this fandom can consume (laughs) in a in a short you know 30 minutes to an hour before a puck drops it's it's insane
1: and the difference between when we score a goal and the other team scores a goal is remarkable they score a goal it's just like a and then we score a goal and just like yeah! like it, it's
0: crazy it's crazy
2: yeah th- i think in uh some people might describe it as a class a misdemeanor <laughs>
0: yeah it act- yeah it is every time uh i go to one of the games i feel like i'm breaking the law <laughs> absolutely
1: <laughs> all right hockey tomorrow be there or be fucking stupid as hell
0: be dumb as fuck
1: um Aside from hockey, I also know Chris in a in another way in another platform. Well, now he's my friend, unfortunately for him. I feel I'm sorry about that, by the way.
2: It's okay. The feeling's mutual.
1: And but I uh I how about you tell like tell them about the opportunity that you gave me the other day yesterday, actually. So uh I mean here's here's Chris with uh, maybe a boring story
2: Yeah so I've been doing this charity event for roughly around the last 10 years never whoa, really whoa,
1: whoa, whoa tell tell him what you do like tell them like let's get to backstory of what's going on with your life.
2: So I'm a sex panther uh, no real talk I'm a chef uh, and uh, I haven't always been chef and I've been cooking before then but you got to cook before you can become a chef. And pretty much on and off for the last almost 15 years, last 10 regularly, uh, I've been a part of an event uh, out of uh, the Avalon Manor in Maryville called the Meals on Wheels down with the Chef's Gala. And uh, last year they asked me to be one of the featured chefs, and I said yes, and we had a team, uh, a couple guys I've known for a long time helped me out. Uh, one of the guys had recently tried to be a goalie on our team and totally flaked out, so fuck you I'm not gonna <laughs> we're, we're not gonna name any names on here. So going into this event, we do a really r- a really hi- <laughs> we do you know, uh, aside from all of the other kitchens, we try to put out a really high end product. A lot of guys are scooping and serving for this round. and um, you know we try to build a dish, we try to make it look good. This is where Meals on Wheels raises eighty five percent of their funds for the entire year. so we we really try and go and give it our all, you know, and represent what we're all about. And um, being down a guy that could help out, you know, and I know Matt and I know what he's about and his personality. And I said, hey, man, you want to be part of our team? Because there's not a minute that I doubted that he couldn't do it, you know. And uh, I said, hey, come and uh, come and help us out.
1: By by a part of your team, I'm going to say that it is a, uh, it's a it is a thing that I've never been involved in before in my life. So it's a new facet of my – of i I've never done this. I've never done what you're bringing to the table.
0: And also, I've been doing it since I was fifteen. <laughs> Weird that I didn't get asked just saying.
1: So. <laughs> so, um just to start off, him saying that uh he has been doing this food things, uh, kitchen work since he was fifteen. I've been doing construction since I was fifteen and i'm now 30 so exactly half of my life i've been in construction um not quite carpentry but you know like in the beginning you start sweeping and then you uh you get to put a tool bag on and so you know you 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 grow from there you didn't you didn't get to Start being a chef right off in the beginning, you know?
2: No, you usually start as a dishwasher.
1: Exactly. So that's, yeah. So that's my upbringing in my construction world, too. But um, I uh, have been doing, like I said, I've been doing this for 15 years and I've had no physical problems with my body per se. Like, yeah, I get I have sore days where I have to hunk a lot of lumber or whatever. But I worked this event Spoiler
2: one... alert, he shit his pants.
1: <laughs> no, did I?
2: Did it smell like I shit my pants? No, I mean, no, did you?
1: I don't think I don't think so. I was actually I was actually instructed to wear clean pants. My like like when I when I when I was I have no idea what I'm getting myself into, so I asked him what I should wear. I said, what should I wear because I'm going to show up with this and have only this. And his instructions were, wear clean jeans and a hat.
2: I was kind of worried you were going to show up shirtless.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You never (laughs) said anything about a shirt.
2: Like you, t- you literally texted me like I'm gonna be there, motherfucker, nine thirty a.m. Clean jeans and a hat, and I was I was still pretty hungover, and I've just been working since like five a.m. and this was like eight, and I was like, this motherfucker showing up shirtless, I know he is.
1: <laughs> I but I actually I actually showed up at nine fifteen <laughs> because that's the kind of motherfucker that I am, and um, I was I've got to say walking through that door, I was scared. I was scared about. What kind of uh, what kind of an atmosphere I was walking in? I knew I was walking into a lot of professional um, line cooks, sous chefs, uh, chefs, uh, kitchen like kitchen people, and I and I knew that I had nothing on them, but I somehow kept like a a thing of confidence in my mind. And just like be yourself, like own the fact that you don't know what the fuck you're doing, and do it well. Because if if a good friend like Chris, to me, asks you to do something, um, don't half-ass it, man. Own it, own it. Like I had, I have no idea, culinary shit at all, but they, uh, I after hearing him tell client or not clients What what is it? customers yes yes so many times like what the what the uh options were i was able to pick up on one of them and the one that i was making and just like if i was in the front tell them what was going on i got i got pretty lucky i had a uh, I had a really great support system with chris chris was uh chris was guiding me the whole way Um, Can you tell anybody? Can you tell everybody now? Like how awesome I was? (laughs) Can you go? Can you Uh, you go on with that? I
2: had uh, no reservations in asking you. I was pretty confident, you know. And then uh, the night before, you know, I was talking to my fiance, and she's like, "Why did you ask Matt? He's got no experience." And then I got, like, a little bug in my head. I'm like, oh, my God, he's got no experience. Why didn't I think about that? And so I was a little nervous. But you know what? Like, when you showed up, man, I put this guy on some bitch work, and he just fucking did it. He did it. He put his head down, bent over that fucking table, and he did it. I
0: mean, that's it. I feel like with, like, working in kitchens and stuff, it's if you can have uh, semblance of common sense and critical thinking, like, you can literally just about do anything. Because Someone will show you, like, hey, man, I need these like these real quick. Just do this. Just literally do this. You'll be like, all right. Like, as long as you're not completely stupid.
1: That's the thing about this. The thing about what I did was I actually had to dumb myself down because I thought I had to, like, I (laughs) – no, no, no. Honestly, no, no. I I felt like I had to be – because I am in my area, I'm a boss. I'm I'm a boss at what I do, um, and – so going from a boss to humbling yourself down and like, hey, Chris, tell me, tell me what the hell to do. And he had to show me how he wanted strawberries cut. And, I, and the only thing that I had to do was just do it. Like that was it. Yeah. Just do it. But, but the whole time I was crouched over to like two, two-thirds of my size. And I when I finally stood up, Bro, my back, my mm. back has never hurt Welcome, as bad as work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we we in the industry we, <laughs> we call it shrimp back because when you're huddled over a sink just peeling shrimp for three hours, yeah, you know, and you stand up, yeah, you know, it's literally it, it as a term, it's official. It's in Webster's Dictionary. So Look it I'm so
0: scared, like w- like the shrimp thing, the yeah. shrimp back. I'm shrimp so back. when you watched a guy walking into Home Depot like this old dude and he's just like looking down at his shoes. <laughs> And he's, like, barely (laughs) making it. And you're just like, oh, you just want to, like, pop up, man. I'm so scared of that. I'm always like, man, I'm going to do yoga next week. I'm going to start it next week. Because I I, I can't even sit Indian style. So I feel like my body is constantly folding in on itself. not there yet. And I'm going to be – I'm going to have shrimp back. I'm scared. of it. So uh,
1: another thing that I feel like I was able to do – since everybody was, ki- I feel like everybody was kind of nervous in the kitchen. Like, hey, uh, this is a, a a show of chefs, basically. Like, it was a show of food for for how many guests?
2: Uh, four hundred guests.
1: Four hundred guests, which is a larger.
2: It's a it's a pretty big event, trying to simultaneously execute food for four hundred people at the same time.
1: It's yeah, it's larger for sure, and and I had no idea what I was doing, and it was like. It was like people were in a in a huddle, and the main chef was um, was like pointing at people and telling them their position in line. And I don't know if this person actually knew that I wasn't in the kitchen ever in my life, and he pointed at me and he said, "You're you're on radishes." So I had to. I had to drop 3 radishes in a in a triangle position on a plate with on, on top of grits. That that was my job. How many times? 2 200 200 times. 200 times,
2: 200
1: time. Time. yeah. Um 200 times each plate took like 3 seconds and the next one was in front of you. It was it was nuts. You, so you, you hear Yo, put three radishes on top of uh, on top of grits on this plate, and you're gonna be fine. And then just pass it on. Not that easy. A lot more difficult than you fucking think. It blew my mind. I um, the cre- My credit goes out to these these folks because I think he later realized that I wasn't from a kitchen. So that's when I started. Uh, that's when I started like uh chirping topping no chirping
2: yeah chirping was chirping Chirpings would get a little a uh, little voicey
1: i was chirping wasn't i yeah so t- s- was it
2: a bad chirp though or was it like a motivational chirp? there's no such thing as a bad chirp
0: wait 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 so would he describe what he was doing <laughs>
2: He, he was pretty much getting getting a little mouthy in the kitchen like you, you get a so, you get someone from a culinary background that's in the kitchen like never before and they're usually gonna be respectful whenever not that he wasn't respectful or not disrespectful by any means but you know he was just he was a little more I know, little more I know vocal see, and like oh. because a lot
0: of times on those like really like huge event assembly lines when you're like trying to shoot out waves of food it's almost like they're generals like you know it's like war and uh a lot of times the chef will come in and say, "Hey, everyone shut the fuck up. No one speaks." Mm-hmm. until all the food is out. And so when you got a, a mouthy
2: <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. I'm just giving you shit, man. But what what's nice about this event is um the series of guys there. Uh, essentially out of there's there's one chef there that pretty much I'd say probably a good 65% of the the chefs that are there at one point were line cooks in his kitchen, uh-huh. and he he is a true he you know chef Mike he's a true OG. He's like all these guys are my guys. At one point, I remember when you came in my kitchen, you know, and and he's a, he's an old school guy, and it's it's a fun event. We look forward to this event the entire year. And Matts had someone he 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 tells me how much fun he had, you know, yesterday. And I said, well, yeah, it's a fun event. We do that event all the time. Like this is not what every day is like. Like we do this event right, because yeah. it is a time to get away from our kitchens and a time to get with other chefs. And we just have a fun time because everybody that does this event has worked with everybody else, and we've all been doing it pretty much for 15 years, and it's just like a reunion of all these old school chef brothers, and we just we just we just go with it, we have fun.
0: And when when you uh, afterwards you're like, damn, and there aren't a lot of like hiccups, and it just runs smoothly. You're like, we just did we like did something here. Like everyone had their piece. Like he was radishes. Like everyone did something. It all came together like perfectly. Like that's pretty. It's like composing music or being in a band. You know? Oh
2: yeah, for sure.
1: Can, can you tell them a positive of having me on on the the force, and and something that I'm gonna lead you. I'm gonna lead you to this water. I
2: already know. You don't have to lead me to what, shit. Which
1: one? Which <laughs> one is it? Which so, one?
2: So, um, it, it was at the spoiler alert. It was at the Avalon Manor and um. There's no set chef for the Avalon Manor, so they have a kitchen, they have a, they have a menu that they put out for special events, and they have a service staff, and every time every time we're at this event, you have coming into their kitchen, you have, I mean, you're talking like 20, probably 25 chefs coming into a foreign kitchen trying to do their thing, you know, and, and everyone's putting up different courses. The service staff.
1: But prob- probably twice the amount of chefs that this service staff is y- used to seeing inside of this kitchen for weddings or.
2: Yeah, yeah no, no, not even that. Like, just, I- I've seen their menus. It's like 200% because you're trying to execute a wedding, even for we, Speaking had, we our but, terms, we
1: had 40 people in the kitchen easily probably yeah for sure and f- but for like a n- standard wedding do you think that there'd be 40 people in no, there
2: no honest to god for if you were doing an event uh, if you're doing a uh, a wedding at that uh in that venue for the same amount of people the amount of kitchen personnel you would have would probably be seven max
1: so so we were overcrowded in there oh, just for sure. just to set the record straight here
2: yeah it's not it's not what they're used to mm-hmm. on a normal on a normal schedule um just because of the type of menu that we're executing um it's a big event where they raise the majority of their funds so we all we all go out pretty hard um but th- they get mouthy those ladies holy shit i mean every year it's the same thing last year i got I, I last year i wasn't even plating on the line as a chef i was fucking holding the goddamn door like that's how they are and there was one point where We were—it was before the door even opened. Before you're getting the soup course out, and uh, this one brought—I don't know her name, but I just call her the old angry lady because she's there every year and she's old and she's angry, and she just hollers, "All the chefs, get over there! Stay away from our room! We gotta get out the door!" And I'm like. We're looking at each other because if you talk to us in that kitchen, you know, like in in our kitchens, you don't have a job, you know, like that. But this is, you know what? We're all guests in her kitchen, so
1: different venue. You've never seen this lady. I've seen her every of... year
2: for the past fifteen years of my life, and she's always yeah. this angry.
1: Okay, a lot, Then, <laughs> but but, um,
2: I tried to war- I tried to warn you. I said you better stand behind me. I t- even before that, I'm like, you better stand behind me. You're like why? Because because they're gonna start yelling, and you don't want to get stuck holding that door open.
1: But, but tell them how I how I
2: did the thing. Yeah, so I don't even know what the fuck happened. I lost him. I thought I lost him. I'm like, where'd, where'd Matt go? Like, a fucking puppy dog I just got fucking lost in the streets. And I'm like, oh, shit, I lost him, guys. He's never coming back. And next thing you know, I hear his booming voice over there like, Yolanda! Hey, Yolanda, what's up, girl? And then, you know, he's fucking dancing with one of them. And then the servers are, like, talking back to him. And they're, like, all, like... Conversing and I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck is happening? I'm like, this is the only person I've seen in the last fifteen years of my life that's just charming these ladies, and they're just they're fucking all about it.
1: So the reason that I started talking to the servers because nobody talked to them. They had they had everybody else had a grueling task ahead of them, except for me at this point. So I felt like my task was to break the animosity between the uh between the servers and and the (coughs) and the chefs and so i was just like damn girl you're carrying nine of these things out there like man let me help let me help you help you get these things up and and once you start like talking to them like they're like they're people instead of like they're workers it breaks it down everybody started looking at at the kitchen different Everybody started walking into the kitchen, kitchen different. In my opinion, maybe I'm just crazy, but I I feel like if you're a personable person, you are going to you're going to make that experience a whole lot better. The person after me, like when I was plating radishes, I feel bad for because they have to keep the plate clean, which is something that I had no fucking idea about, and I just had a handful of Uh, buttery radishes and it was just like dripping on the plate as I was like trying to plate it. And then they'd have to like wipe up a couple of drips like afterwards. And as I was pushing it down with my dirty ass palm, like it was, it was a mess. How I said, I said, I was sorry a thousand times.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
1: At least a thousand times. I said, I've never worked in a kitchen before and everybody was like, well, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, yeah, I don't know. I actually have no fucking idea what I was doing here.
2: But, he, I mean, he's going to talk about that little snippet, like I've never been in a kitchen before, but that was like the first 10 minutes of our evening inside the kitchen. Once those 10 minutes passed, because it was me and him and uh, another buddy of ours, shout out Andy Trupek, uh little Andrew's dad on our hockey team, uh, we Andy. put out hors d'oeuvres, 600, 600 plates in an hour. Uh these two gentlemen helped me put out, and once once that was done, we moved into the kitchen. And uh, the first ten minutes it was a little rough for Matt. You know, he got a lot of back talk and a lot of this. But once he he put his head down and showed his work, I think it was uh, nobody gave him shit for that.
1: Yeah, man i I just tried my hardest. I had so much fun, and i I worked harder than I've worked as a carpenter in my whole career. So, um, I've. I, I not that I look down upon the food industry ever because I I go out so often that I I could never look down upon it, but at the same time, I have a new found like even more respect for it. So I'm a I'm a twenty percent tipper, I I tip twenty percent.
2: I I'm not in. Why the, don't you give them the full shaft of your penis?
1: What's the full shaft? Would you say?
2: The full shaft would be one hundred percent.
1: Why would I tip? Do you tip one hundred percent, bro? <laughs> no,
2: I'm, I'm talking about
1: six. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you should say that. <laughs> last night, last night, since I had, I was on such a fucking, like high, of working in this kitchen, like doing something new. Really doing something new was like, the motivation for me being like, whoa, like went out. We drank. Uh, a lot of beer afterwards
2: several beers
1: several beers and then i got home and i like i uh talked my (sighs) girlfriend into having sex with me (laughs) and uh and when you're when you were as drunk as i am right now where whereas i was right then you should never dirty talk to your girlfriend because you end up saying some stupid ass shit to her
0: and she's just like wait what (laughs) we're probably no. Should I not tell anyone? Well, you've already gone this fucking deep, man. Are you? You have to say what you said. Are you upset about it? I'm upset for you.
1: Why, man? She doesn't. (laughs) She doesn't listen to this shit, so it doesn't matter. Oh
0: man, she used to.
1: What did you say? So I was. I was so drunk that I told her I was like, "Yeah, in a minute here, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be getting all the way deep." And which, by that point, I definitely was already all the way deep. In a
0: minute, I'm going to get all the way deep.
1: And then, sh- But then the thing is... Did you say it, like, with
0: confidence? Oh, yeah. Or did you oh, say yeah. it, like, as a question?
1: No, no, I was like, in a minute here, I'm going to be all the way deep. Did you and say I- it with
0: the twang on it like that? Yeah, oh, hell yeah. In a minute there, I'm going to get all the way deep. No, not country style. I've no.
1: never gone country style, trust me.
0: Yeah, that's my go too. sorry. That
1: Does that turn anybody... Does that turn... Anybody
0: on I don't think so I don't think so either Unless you have like A deliverance fantasy
1: But uh <laughs> But uh I
0: So don't get drunk And
1: I But then I said I'm In a minute here I'm gonna be getting All the way deep And she knew damn well That I was already All the way deep <laughs> You've gone and, as deep As you're going <laughs> Yeah <cowboy>. The old <laughs> The deep As deep as it's gonna get And she And she was just like Huh <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, What? what do you mean? What do you mean? And I've, I feel terrible about it now,
0: yeah, the record stopped all moisture, <laughs> all moisture was sucked right back in, it was over. It was, it was
1: over. like somebody threw flour at her <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> what did they used to call that when you did that? finding just... the wet spot
1: <laughs> finding the wet spot that's right.
0: No, when they would do, like, jackass and all that would do the thing in the Antiquing. face. Antiquing. Yes. So you antique the pussy. Oh, I
2: thought that was just when you were throwing flour at girl's pussy. Oh. <laughs> and on that note,
0: do you want to take a break? Let's. Because I'm about to piss my pants. I, th- I am,
1: too, but I thought that we weren't going to say anything. I ju- actually just peed Oh, my pants. Just well, press the button, Jared. Okay. We're, we're normally Pressing supposed to. Pressing the
0: button. Well, no, we decided we weren't, and then we were, we were... We're flip-floppers. Just press the motherfucker. Pressing it. I would like to congratulate the state of Indiana for allowing alcohol sales on Sunday from 12 o'clock to 8 o'clock. We did it, everyone. We did it. Indiana, also the state where Hard Rain was filmed. Morgan Freeman was a bad guy in Hard Rain. Can you picture Morgan Freeman being the bad guy? All the popcorn in the world comes from Indiana, and they just allowed alcohol sales on Sunday, everyone. In about 100 years, weed will be legal here. 100 years we'll be legal to smoke
1: weed in indiana we'll be the exact last state in this nation to be able to have legal marijuana
0: you did it you did it you allowed alcohol sales on sunday and i'm proud of you thank you thank you it wasn't
1: just it wasn't just you but it was also you and you and you Everybody did it But also I don't give a fuck About the alcohol sales On Sunday Because I want legal weed Nobody gives a fuck About alcohol so- sales On Sunday I plan ahead I've done it For 46 weekends straight And I feel like You should too What I want Is legal weed I've had to I've had to hook up With my drug de- I'm sorry Weed yeah. dealer Different. Yeah. There's a difference Between drug dealer And weed dealer Yeah I've had to hook up with my weed dealer every two weeks for the past two weeks. That makes it 21 times that I've met my weed dealer, and I don't think that I want to do that anymore. I want it to be a regular thing where I just go in there and I buy some fucking edibles, and I feel great on the couch.
0: Beautiful. Thank you, everyone. Okay. Well, that was
1: kind of an abrupt ending to... Uh,
0: it was. It was not as passionate, but I think we said what we came to say. And it was a, a beautiful memento to what has happened here.
1: There's an actual person that is the first man to buy uh, to buy booze on a Sunday in Indiana first since uh, the late 1800s. Who do you think it was? Um, so it was a man in Indianapolis, and he and he was lined up outside of the door. And I don't know his actual name, but I do know that he has the he has the actual credible um, receipt because there because that is an hour ahead of us, and he was the first man to um, have yeah. a, have a receipt that Thanks. that says like alcohol sale on a Sunday. I bought so, alcohol. I didn't. I missed it. But but I'm I'm want to talk about the first man. Like he, whoa. He he was like uh, he had to feel like kind of a celebrity. It's still dripping on me. That thing's dirty. Um, he he. What did he buy? Do you know? No, I don't.
0: I don't know. You don't know his name. I you don't know, know his name.
1: Buy. I don't know where he shopped, but I know that he was in he was in Indianapolis and also. He he was the first man to buy booze, and he was he was like in a tent outside of the door, and I think he just ran in and grabbed one thing and like went straight to the cash register. Was he homeless? No, he had money.
0: <laughs> How do you feel about it?
2: I feel like over the past year, it's been my dream, you know. And all day yesterday, we talked about it. Oh wait, only two more hours to go. You know, and I'm kind of upset because I wasn't that man, but I'm also kind of uniquely proud because what an achievement. What an achievement. Like mm-hmm. in our state especially. What a fucking what an achievement. I this has this effect has
1: not directly affected me yet. This uh this law has not directly affected me yet because this last Sunday I have not I was not in a position to to buy booze or need booze because also when I got home I still had twenty four two hearted sitting in my in my um uh, fucking refrigerator because I plan ahead. I'm used to planning ahead. Yeah. But but it will affect me in the future when I'm when I'm saying things like oh shit, like football's on
0: It's Super Bowl Sunday. That'll be a big day. That'll be a big one. Big day.
1: But on top of that, just like every football Sunday where I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot that's going on. I just bought a big TV. I'd like to have some beer to accompany it with. I could just go get it right now. Wow. So so it's going to affect me. But just at this point right now, all I'm thinking about is the fact that um, all the, the fucking hillbillies of Indiana could not figure out how to just like plan accordingly to buying the the booze that they need for Sunday on Saturday and how like when Sunday came they were just like oh man i ain't got the beer that i want it's just like well you you've lived how many fucking sundays and in a row above the age restaurant. of 21 and now you're and now you're unable to do this motherfucker you're the dumbass you're the dumbass at this point but however like- when i when i had traveled um, like to Ohio, Michigan, like, uh, Colorado, and it was Sunday, and I was able to like carry out beers with that. I had to like ask the uh, the locals, and I was like, "Hey, can can I go to the liquor store and buy beer?" They were like. <laughs> Yeah, where the <laughs> fuck do you live? Like, n- like no man's land? Like, what the fuck? That's an ancient fucking rule. I was like, no, I, uh, well, kind of, kind of, I, I live in Indiana.
0: So isn't it kind of more about the fact that no one should tell you you can't do something on a day? That's what I feel like it is. It's more of like a freedom thing. It's like, if you want to buy alcohol Sundays, why? Oh, explain to me why you can't do that. And so that's why it seems like such a a big thing. To me it's like if you should be able to do it if you want to as a fucking adult living in a free country like you shouldn't not be able to buy alcohol, you know? Okay.
1: So not not to jump this question, but I feel like there's a bigger there's a bigger question at hand here mm-hmm. about um things you're allowed to do in different states and like uh and why you're allowed to do them. But um, two VU students, basketball players, got caught with marijuana. And their their uh, scholarship is being revoked. They're probably not going to be able to play basketball at, at VU anymore. and And also it's for a crime that is legal in some states in the United States but not Indiana so their so their career and their maybe life path life path is getting fucked because of this one stupid fucking rule that we have
0: which is crazy because we've had pre people that have gone to become presidents and they've admitted to smoking weed
1: there's nothing. Yes, and good for them for not lying. Exactly. But yeah, you're good on take them. Take
0: away a basketball player. Also, if those guys aren't allowed to play basketball anymore for smoking weed. They're probably not that good. Like no, the they, star they, player they were, is not getting. No, they off they the were team. good. No, they oh, were. Come they, on, the star player, dude. You could literally probably rape a girl and still be able to play basketball if you're good enough. Dude, Jared, 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 come Jared, Jared, on. Jared. Stop, stop. There's been stories. Jared, There's Jared, been please stop. That's Please just, stop. If you're that good, I'm saying.
1: Yes, but you've you've got to you got to chill on that one. Just saying, because you could also rape a girl and go on to be the president of the <laughs> United sure States can, of America. God damn it. Look at what the fuck we're living be, in I right guess now. got
0: to Be good enough. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. So
1: so also it this this goes on with uh, not to get political by any means, but I'm going to um, when when Obama was being maybe, um, elected, they asked him like, did you, do you, have you ever smoked marijuana? And he was like, yeah, in, in college I smoked weed. And then they were, and then like to do the whole, uh, Bill Clinton thing, they were like, did you inhale? And he said, that is the point. <laughs> which which is a fantastic answer. So he didn't lie. Also, nobody gives a fuck if you smoke weed in college, no. and and nobody asked President Trump that. And in fact, they had to, they actually had to ask more dark questions, like, did you in fact have sex with Stormy Daniels? Did you in fact grab uh, people by the pussy? Did you in fact do this? And and everybody's just like, oh yeah, grab her by the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it just and be like, but did you smoke weed? Yeah, yeah, I did. And they're like, Obama smoked weed! Obama smoked weed! We can't elect this man! He smoked weed! It's just like, dudes, dudes, chill the fuck out. Everybody needs to chill the fuck out.
0: Ooh, you maxed out on that last one. That was good. <laughs> it's probably... <laughs> also, also, Donald Trump doesn't give a fuck. So when people are like, did you do this? He'll just kind of either not answer or just it doesn't – it rolls right off his back. So once you don't give a fuck, it's like "What? It, what is anyone going to bring to you?
1: Because he feels impeachable right now because it is it is basically impossible to impeach a president um, except f- – <sighs> Yeah, yeah. I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, uh, he he doesn't give a fuck because he's – he uh, he's always been a man of power and now he's the man of the highest power so he can do whatever the fuck he wants and say the craziest things and you know who supports him white dudes white dudes support him <laughs> and
0: uh, and uh, not hashtag not all white dudes or how about hashtag not all of us hashtag go inside yourself also <laughs> Go inside
1: yourself
2: <laughs> hashtag me too.
0: That's a good one. That's a good one.
1: Have you ever done anything so petty that you just like you walked away from the situation and you were like, yo, that was petty.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Can you can you think of a time right now Mm-mm. or should I should I go ahead and tell my experience of how petty I was last week? Cuz it was petty, bro.
0: I try not to be
1: Chris, do you have anything that you've done that was like so petty that you're just like, oh goddamn?
2: Oh hell yeah, but I'm not willing to talk about it on air.
1: Was it? Cause it is it with a loved one? No, not at all. <laughs> okay. All right then. Woo! Here we go. Five so I did on Sunday. I did something uh, I did something very petty and I'm going to get I'm going to go deep into it right now just like I was getting deep into my girlfriend before I told her that anyways yeah anyways um I was in a I was in a drive-through line at Dunkin Donuts and there was four or five people in front of me and I finally got up to the microphone and in the microphone the microphone like a phone 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 the uh the the girl asked me hi what can i get you and i said hi how are you doing and there was a 20 second pause and she said hi what can i get you and i said and i said hi how are you doing and there was another like long pause and she was like hi what can i get you and i said hi how are you doing hi what can i get you and i finally was just like can you hear me and she's like yeah i can hear you what can i get you i was like how are you doing she's like what can i get you how are you doing went back and forth and finally i was just like you know what fuck it i said can i please have four large coffees all with cream and sugar and could i please have four of the same uh breakfast sandwiches that were like it was a I, I I named it specific, but it's it's uh, getting past me now. She's like, "Yes, uh, your totals yada yada." Pull up to the first window, so I'm still behind this line, and I'm and I'm waiting in line, and then I'm finally it's finally time for me to come up there, and I go up there, and I just leave the drive through, and I go to work. Ooh. I just absolutely leave because. If you can't answer a fucking question, a simple question that you're probably going to get asked a hundred times during that day, then you know what? I don't give a fuck about you and I never want to, I never want to encounter your service again. And, um, I'm not going to complain to your manager, but what I am going to do is leave a $30, uh, order to sit. At the at the counter and maybe throw it away for that company. Petty or, or tell might. me, tell is that petty, Chris? Or
2: they might have all got breakfast. No, I in mean maybe petty for like whatever, but no, that's, that's justified is what I call it.
0: Justifiable, justifiable pettiness. Exactly. Got it's got a nice
2: ring to it, actually. Were you
0: trying to teach someone a lesson that they most likely didn't learn? Yes, most likely. But I respect you. We're trying to do it.
2: It's microwaves. Such a smell to it. <laughs> like, no, like it smells like just like you got a uh, beer and indecision. Yet, do you? So. Oh no! Oh. oh,
1: you didn't even do that. Oh dang! But that's okay. I thought I thought we were gonna be able to like move on from here and oh, like keep moving. Talk with like three people. You know, keep we got moving. three people in this room. I figured we were just gonna be able to roll on, uh, tell, tell a time that you got shitty with somebody when you, when you were trying to be nice. You know, I was just trying to be fucking nice.
0: Yeah, I think there's a threshold you cross when you're, like, trying to, ex- you know, be nice or, like, really go out of your way to figure out how someone else is doing. And when it's not reciprocated, you get angry.
1: Honestly, if she would have responded and just been like, eh, what can I get you? I would I would have went on from there. Just anything, anything. Like
0: even if she's like, I'm having a bad day. Yes.
1: Um. Yeah. And like, oh yeah, I get that. You know what? Everybody has those. Trust me. And I would have, and then I would have told her my order, but instead she did the, what can I get you? How are you doing? What can I get you? How are you doing? What is- <laughs> and it happened for so long. That finally, I was just like, <laughs> "fuck it," and I and I I just I didn't grab the food either because by that point she's spitting my food, bro. Oh,
0: you think so? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, do you were you getting those breakfast sandwiches for other people? Like, were they like, "Where the fucks our food at?" And you were like, "Well, let me tell you what happened." Cause you got four, right? Or did you just order that many to spite her?
1: Spite, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I went there. I went there for a large coffee, and then once the, oh, once so this, you upgraded your yeah. order, once once this all happened, <laughs> once this all happened, I went to four large coffees and four breakfast sandwiches just to keep it <laughs> just to keep it like unified, so that way people. She was like, "Oh, this makes sense. Like he
2: he wants it." I, I'm so torn now. This whole time for the story, I thought you were just like. Getting, Getting breakfast sandwiches for all your coworkers, and that's what shirt. I thought. Yeah, I know. He's like, I'm gonna be the first one there, and like, I'm gonna He's get like, no, He for decided
0: everybody. mid-order. Here's what I'm gonna do. No, that's that was. i adding where, more to my order. Now that's where
1: the pettiness comes right. in. Like that's now I get it. Now I get it. That's it the pettiness. Now you are so petty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like I get sense. it. I've heard. I'm like, I don't understand where the pettiness comes from. He's just trying to get sandwiches for everybody. But the- now that you tell me, it was just. Like, "Eh, eh, that's petty as fuck. Petty as fuck. Petty as fuck,
0: bro.
2: P-A-F, as the young kids say.
0: Is that what they say?
1: Path. Am I I the only one that... uh, I can't be the only one that's done that. And you know what? I get it from my dad. Yeah. My dad was the king of fucking people up. Mm -hmm. Like, the king of it. And he's like you know why you did something wrong? Well, I'm going to do something twice as wrong. And and like it's just like holy shit, dad. And I got to see <laughs> I got to see that in person,
0: so I did that and That's the ultimate, like, fuck you. Like, some people say fuck you, and some people fuck you.
1: Oh, yeah. And I really, really wish that there was somebody in my truck with me so that way they could have seen that. And the fact the fact that I waited an extra, like, seven minutes in line. Yeah. And I was be just really like, committed. yeah, well, by this time, I know they at least started the coffees, <laughs> and I know they at least started the sandwiches. So when I just drive the fuck off, they're going to be like, uh ah, well. I guess either put those sandwiches on a hot plate or throw them away Most because... like
0: they're like, hey, you want a sandwich? This guy just <laughs> drove off. <laughs> like, yeah. Or
1: well, maybe I helped the motherfucker behind me. Maybe I helped the motherfucker in the kitchen who was starving because... Maybe. Because they paid him like ten, $7.10 an hour. Do you
0: think the lady learned the lesson?
1: No, she... No, no. She hates and then I've had a struggle with this Jared I've had a struggle she hates herself she does not like what she's doing she doesn't like her everyday life she doesn't like um the money she she brings in mm-hmm. she doesn't like anything so she didn't like the customer when I was trying to be like when I was trying to be the guy that, was likable and chris i i don't know like yesterday i think you got to see like me as as a human being out of my comfort zone um still trying to be try still trying to be like personable person was how'd it
2: go it was like watching shrek trying to ice dance nice what the fuck
0: dude that
1: sounded terrible do you
0: think all pettiness is in vain do you think any of those lessons get learned?
1: I think pettiness is hereditary.
0: <laughs> is it in vain though? Does it teach anyone anything or is it just a progression of No,
1: you and here's it does not teach anybody anything because here's what's going on. I'm telling you this story right now where I'm just like, yeah, so I drove the fuck off fuck that bitch and she's telling this story like yeah, he was trying to be a, Well, well, he, and like, could you imagine her side of it? Where she was like, What can I get you? Or I, or, or here I am, here I am her. So I was like, What can I get you? And he was like, Hey, how are you doing today? So I was like, What can I get you? And so he was all, Hey, how are you doing today? And I was like, Ugh. What can I get you? And then he was like, Hey, how are you doing today? And so could you imagine how upset I was that he was trying to like get personal with me? Could you imagine how upset I was that like I was trying to do my job and he was being polite? I hated that, so that's why I didn't answer him and then then that's when he ordered like at least thirty dollars worth of shit and then he and then he he had the audacity to like pull up to the window and and, like, do a little thing with his hand and then drive off. Can you believe that that motherfucker did that?
0: So now you're the asshole then.
1: Well, that's two sides to every story.
0: Right. Well, and how else would you have approached it? Let's work it out. <laughs> if how you, what if you would have driven up, gotten your original order, and then when you got your coffee and then if you would have just looked at her... Nope, and you were just like, "Why? Why didn't you answer me?" Stop
1: right there. As soon, as soon as I knew that there was like a, "What can I get you? How are you doing?" A today? Battle of wills. What can I get a you? Battle of wills. Yeah. As soon as I knew that, I knew that I was getting some kind of uh uh spit in my coffee, so I was not going to receive anything so at that point that's when i was like you know what if i'm not gonna receive anything fucking do it big they're gonna start everything right now Mm -hmm. there's there's so many like
0: quick quick question to kind of go off topic but stay on topic do you think uh the manipulation of food such as spinning in it happens as frequently as people think oh hell no because i've worked for a long time and people have pissed some people off pretty bad but usually they don't really fuck with their food. But I guess it, it only takes the one time. But.
2: Yeah, no, And it's, it's, it's so prevalent. Uh, you get guests that are like, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm not my steak back. I don't want the kitchen to spit my food. And that's what makes me the most angry. Like, I've almost gone out to the dining room and shaken a guest's head off their fucking rocker. Yeah. Because-
1: I feel I feel like it happens more at, like, a TGI Fridays. It
0: make, and it makes sense more no. in a fast food setting because you have a lot of people who are younger because we all do dumb shit when we're young. I did plenty of it. But uh I don't think uh it happens as much as people think cuz no. it's the the common kind of knowledge and a uh, joke like when you
2: Yeah, and not not to, not to mention that just you have so many other people around you that are holding you accountable. Yes. Whether wh- no matter yes. what type of operation you have, and I'll I'll go on the record and saying this and I've been doing this for 15 16 years now. I've only come across one situation where I've seen something so fucked up it's like would, that, would you like that, to talk about it now? I mean, uh, no names. No yeah, names I, no I, names. you know what? I, I, yeah, you know, so uh, there's one time very early on, very early on in my career, and uh, this, someone had pissed off a cook long enough to, I mean, I was like, damn near dishwashing. And someone pissed off a cook long enough to where he was like, oh, well, doing this, doing this. And granted, this guy had his nickname. He's, he was called Mikey Jameson. <laughs> because he so drank. is
0: Mikey a, Jameson the perpetrator? Yeah, of, of course. Of he what's dra- happening? Yes. Someone pissed him off, mm-hmm.
2: and Mikey Jameson drank a bottle of Jameson a day, Ooh, so you can yeah. imagine how expensive the that name. that habit would be. And um, that was the only time. That was literally the only time in fifteen years. And what happened? Um, you know, he's spitting a bowl of wings. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just a Jameson. And I was spit. a young old kid, and it was like, what the fuck's going on? I don't know. And like, I'm like, oh my god, this what really happens? And then after that day, it's been like. You see the shittiest of shitty things happen, and it's like no, like more times not. You just want to walk out to the fucking guest and be like, "Shut the fuck up! What's wrong with you?" Yeah, no you one know, would or, ever do that. Yeah, yeah I, you I, can't. I saw
0: it once myself. Uh, one guy, his uh, this was a long, long time ago as well, but his uh, ex girlfriend that he had recently broke up with came in, and the dude, uh, or no, the dude came in that banged his girlfriend that made them split oh, up. That's a, that's a saucy. Thing. And he he did some shit. For dude's food. It had yeah. to do with mucus.
2: But here you go. Here you go. Two guys, thirty years total experience. Yeah. Two
0: occurrences. That was it. But that was it. I've never seen anyone because no, you, and you would have to do some. Fucked up shit for someone to really fuck with your food.
2: No, and, and when when guests level that kind of accusation against you, it's it's super personal. Like we just get angry. We get angry. Like we don't want to spit your food. We want to fucking kick you out of a restaurant and never let you come in here again.
0: Because if you spit in everyone's food that pissed you off, you would run out of spit. Yeah, well, <laughs> there'd like, be too much.
2: <laughs> it, there's no worth there. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like it's come on, it's, it's it's too easy.
1: I mean, but if I was a chef. Uh, once I ran out of spit, I'd just like resort to cum.
0: Yeah, which you have plenty of.
1: I got I've got reserves. That's great. So I, I'm, I take that back. But let me let me tell you about a, another thing that I was thinking about during this whole process. And it's the fact that if I would have went inside and this same girl, was face to face with me mm-hmm. and i and she was like what what can i nice and she was like what can i get you and i was like hey how are you face to face i guarantee you she would have said i'm okay um what can i get you at least answered face to face she would have answered but right. since since she was through a headphone she was just like this motherfucker's asking me how i'm doing and i was like fuck you like what the fuck i'm gonna keep asking you how you're doing if you're not gonna get out of this one but if i would have been inside and do you think that i'm crazy with that because no once, i think that's correct once you actually have human contact and uh, if you didn't respond to me, you'd you'd be able to like see my actual uh, response to it. Like, hey, uh, you're standing right there. I know you hear me. Can you answer my one simple fucking question? If you can't, then guess what? You need to go back to fucking grammar school and figure out how to live your fucking life as a as a happy human being.
0: What's grammar school gonna do? Um, make her understand questions, oh okay, I didn't know, I didn't know, <laughs> yeah, like
1: yeah, who it's what, it's when, the where, why,,
0: part. yeah, maybe taking an, an etiquette
2: elective, right,
1: oh, who what, when where, why, how, how.
2: but how are you out. doing today gets them. the how, always get some
0: you wanna wrap this bitch up, get some reasons of the weeks, we to have to wear condoms to be in here, no, oh, yeah. You should have had. Oh, on. bro,
1: we didn't. We didn't even. I told you. I done told you. We ain't. We ain't set those things up. Maybe we can make up our own
0: reasons of the week to drink. All right. Do you want to do that? Really?
2: I want to do it. I want to start with Tuesday. Tuesday.
0: Tuesday. All right. Let's go. Tuesday. We'll skip March sixth.
2: Monday. Fuck Monday. It's all about Tuesday, March sixth. That is the Central Park Plaza. Adult hockey league Ooh. championship final at seven p.m. Ooh, see you there. That is a reason to drink. I don't know why you wouldn't want to drink, but you got a drink because it's the day to drink. Put a star. Put a put a, star, star put, a, put a put a put a anything on it. Highlight it. it. You got a drink.
1: It's actually a th- a thing that I'm kind of upset about because we have the seven o'clock game tomorrow, and I get off of work at four. And I work half hour away, so that puts me home at 4.30, which means I only have two and a half hours to drink before that game, which pisses me off. Because normally, by the time I get to that game, I have been drinking, <laughs> and uh, I think it's pretty apparent, I think it's it like normally pretty apparent, like, have I ever come to a game one time other than like the others that you were just like, oh shit, coach is on
2: one? Um there's been several times I was there where I thought you were gonna be arrested. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wednesday the reason of Wednesday to drink is a victory from seven eleven. Goddamn right there is. Mm-hmm. So fucking drink Wait, up that's that the eighth? One. Wednesday the eighth? I just know it's I know. Wednesday. I don't know the number.
1: Seventh. Seven. Wednesday the eighth. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday the seventh. So so another reason of the week, week to drink is uh, Thursday the 7th. And th- <laughs> the eighth. Thursday the 8th. God Mid-day damn it. Bomb, vanity, uh, Thursday the 8th is actually... The eighth is when my uh, auto insurance is due every every month. Fuck yeah! And so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to cough up one hundred and twenty six bucks for two vehicles because I hate myself. It's not
0: that bad. You haven't had a DUI, have you? Never. I can never. tell by your auto insurance rate. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's super cheap. I'm at I'm at two twelve. What the fuck do I gotta do? To get a rate like that?
1: Uh, go to Geico. Geico. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Also
0: don't drink and drive. Um also I
1: I've I'm just I'm just like a standard ass fucking idiot that uh you have to lie. You have to lie. I'm I'm going to be very honest what with you. What the fuck are you talking about? When when they when they ask you like how far do you have to drive for work? Oh, just say ab- 3 fucking absolutely. miles. 3 miles and then uh, do you own this car? that's not a lie but yet yeah, yes I own both of these vehicles uh, so that that drops it down so you don't have to have like comprehensive you could or compre- comprehensive
0: what if they prove that lie and take you to a court of law
1: well if if Geico is listening to this, oh I guess Geico is really really fucking cheap until Bro, that until gonna take you down until you need to have like a claim. And then they just absolutely face rape you because that's face what that's what I've been told.
0: Well, Friday, March ninth, 9th, 9th is counting day. That's a day where you learn to count and then you'll know the days of the week. So drink up on that day. It's not helping us.
1: And also Saturday is Saturday, so you black out on Saturdays.
0: Saturday, 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 That's Saturday. Elton John Day.
2: Sunday, March eleventh is Get Fucked Day.
0: Get Fucked Day. What does that mean?
2: Can you Can you elaborate, Chris? Yeah, it just means do something so fucking crazy that someone's gonna tell you to get fucked.
0: All right, and you can also uh, buy alcohol on that day. So congratulations. Yes, you to everyone. fucking can and we'll we'll see you all there at the liquor store right you got any you you got any final thoughts we're going to you want we'll go around the room with some final thoughts yeah
1: my final thought is if you're going to be petty be fucking good at it boom and yeah. uh and make sure make sure that you're on the side that wins so yeah. in the in the fact in in my case was like if If she told somebody that story, like, this guy came up to me and he was like, how are you doing? And I was like, oh, what what can I get you? And then he was all, how are you? And then I was all, "Mm, what can I get you? Could you imagine if a customer came up to you and he, he had something to say like that to you? Make sure that you're on the good side of any fucking argument because she's not going to tell that story to fucking anybody, including her boss. Also, go fuck yourself. If you ever hear this, you're not going to hear this. Please go fuck yourself. Also, I don't care about your well being.
0: Ooh. Nice. I thought you were looking at me when you said that, and I started to get scared. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, deep. I feel like man hates me
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> no, my my final thoughts. I want to start with uh, a big thank you to these two gentlemen for having me on here. You know, and also, you know.
0: <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Yeah, boys.
2: Also, you know, looking forward to tomorrow. Big game. When this whole hockey season started, we wrote a letter to uh, to this podcast, and our goal was to win one game. And look at us fucking now. Shit. Seven Shit and one. And that one loss, we're going up against them tomorrow. So it's a big old revenge game.
1: If we in fact win tomorrow, Chris, that means in three days you're gonna get you're gonna win me th- two T-shirts.
2: Oh, we're winning a hell of a lot more than that. We're burning the town down. Um, there may be several felonies, and of course, someone's getting pregnant, like I promised per my letter. That's you know. beautiful. Uh, a puck
1: slut. Yeah. Is it is it safe to say that on Tuesday, um, regardless, win or lose, that we will black out together? Is, it, is that a promise? Well, of course.
2: It's just a matter of how many felonies we will or will not commit per that win or loss. But no, we're not losing, and we're going to fucking win.
0: And I will get my gavel out. <laughs> And bear witness to that verbal contract between t- you two gentlemen that you will both be blacked out, and I will check in on you tomorrow to make sure that happens.
1: And as far as this motherfucker goes, my name is Matt Morris.
0: My, well, I didn't get my thought.
1: Uh, your thoughts actually don't even matter. Yeah, that's true. No, so go ahead. Get, I try to record them. Give a
0: thought. I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. Hey, hey what do you think hey, about be nice to each other and love each other. I have a baby in my hand. Is that true? Could you both confirm that? Us. It's a tiny baby. Isn't that weird? It looks like
1: one of those babies that you stole from like a fetus awareness thing where it's like, abortion, don't av- abort a baby this week old because this is what you're killing. It's just like a ball of cells and everybody's from, like...
0: I got it from inside a cake.
2: Let the record show that baby is wearing a 7-Eleven jersey.
0: <laughs> All right, all right, team 711, fuck shit up, be nice to each other and go fuck yourself like Matt said.
1: And my name is Matt Morris.
0: My name is Jared Moxley. I'm Christopher Adams. Thanks for and joining. And the us.
1: three of us, we are a weird time Good. recorded.